Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello, and welcome to episode 73 of the Tourpreneur Podcast. Today, we carry on with our daily check ins with tour operators all around the world and today we're going to call a tourpreneur who is based in Hobart, Tasmania, Australia. We are talking with Karina Veith. She is the tourpreneur behind Shutterbug Walkabouts. You can find their website at shutterbugwalkabouts.com.au or head on over as always to tourpreneur.com forward slash 73 and we'll add the resources in the show notes there as well as a transcript. I'm getting these transcribed and I'm only able to do that with the generous support of our friends at Checkfront because uh, it's quite expensive to get shows transcribed but I wanted to have the transcript that you can refer to as well. So uh, let's call Australia. Let's call Karina. I'm curious to know what the mood is like in Tasmania right now. Oh, look, it's hard to tell because I haven't actually been out, of course, but I think all in all we're actually doing mostly okay. Our um, state premier has been very good in communicating everything with us. Um, And um, as in the numbers and stuff, we're an island, off an island, so we're in the southeast of Australia, our own little island, so we had our borders closed pretty early on. I think our... You know, when it comes to coronavirus, our count is quite low, and uh, and we're kind of doing okay. It's obviously got its moments. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And how is the? Uh, are you speaking to other tour operators on the island at the moment? What's what's the mood like in the tour operating community? I think a lot of people have been just trying to um, just get on with things to some degree, like not obviously working and everything, but I think we're, we're still very early on in our lockdown. So we've only just been locked down for two weeks. So I was still touring. I was still touring into mid-March. So my last tour was on the, I think, the 13th of March, I think it was. Um, so I think we're still pretty much, there's been a lot of industry events I actually haven't managed to get to, like when I say industry events, as in, online um and i haven't managed to get to all of those as yet i have actually been focused a lot on just trying to sort a few things out myself and prepare for what's ahead over the next few months um but at the same time listening to lots of podcasts and 
and webinars, you know, outside of my own region. I think sometimes it's good to get a, an international perspective, especially from those that have been hit a lot earlier than us. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, do any, uh, so you've been on webinars. What's been a key learning for you since you've been on those? I think a lot of it for me has been about um, the faith that everyone has in in what they're doing and and gaining strength, I guess, regaining that strength to say, you know what, we're going to be okay. I think um, the, the, the feeling that we everything was just going out of control um, and I think the one thing is we just can't control it and I think the thing that I got from was from the really the, the, the people that have just been so ingenious at the moment and that strength that people have got, that resilience, we can bounce back and we will bounce back. As a as an as an industry, yeah, I think that's my really big takeaway in that sense because I'm only a little tiny business trying to make it in a big world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. as as are most of us, uh, as mm. most of our listeners are, and that's why this is scary because you know you take that livelihood away, or even if you know we have a lot of listeners where. I, I don't really like the word, but it's a side hustle. Two operators are running it on weekends or in their spare time because yeah. they're passionate about what they're doing. But still, this is affecting all of us. What would you say you might do differently or what are you working on now? Um, are there any things that you didn't have time to get to before in terms <laughs> of learning or working on the like, okay, yeah. I've got this time at home. I'm going to work on such and such. Well, it's interesting when you ask that question. We were very lucky and I, I say lucky, I feel very fortunate that we were toward the end of our peak season. So we were actually heading into yeah. um, our winter off peak. And whilst I was still had a good number of bookings, which obviously got cancelled, um, I've already had a plan for how I would spend those the downtime over winter. So that just kind of fast forwarded a little bit. And yes, I do have a plan in, in a roundabout kind of way. And it's just been and pride, I guess you could say, in that now I have probably more time to concentrate on the things that did get back clogged. A lot of admin that I don't quite get to, but I think the big thing I'll be concentrating on is my website, SEO, really ramping that up a lot. And social media, they're, they're all, they've been a few bugbears of mine over the years, so I've been wanting to desperately get to that and they've been begging for my attention for far too long. So, yeah, so I think... Website and SEO, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hearing that a great deal. And mm. are you, um, in order to improve your website and, and work on your SEO, what resources are you using for that? Um, so I've been, I've got the wonderful Lucas into Booker's book from, um, oh, Chris. Uh, yeah. from Chris, yes. Um, so I got, it's a, it's a book that sat there looking at me <laughs> for a long time. And it's been saying, well, instead of just looking at me, Get, read me, you know. So yeah. I started reading that and already in the first couple of chapters I've like, oh, my gosh, this is just so enlightening. It's, you know, time that I actually read a lot more into this. So now that I've got that time, yes, I've, I've, you know, like I said, I've only just gone two weeks into lockdown. So I'm still at the very early stages of trying to work out my timing, although I did make pretty early decisions so as I could get into it rather than just, you know, messing about, going, what will I do? How will I do it? I just thought, right, decision, decision, decision. And I think that's been important in my progress to accept what lies ahead for the next coming months. So, yeah, just make those early decisions and, and get stuck into it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like that you have goals. I like that you have things that you want to achieve because it's mm. very easy to kind of be distracted by the news and reading yeah. Facebook. And Facebook's great, don't get me wrong, but sometimes yeah. it's like, okay, I have to switch that off and work on my SEO. I actually have to yeah. put into practice what I'm learning here, not just reading about it, which That's is hard. Right. And, and I did in the first week, I guess I did sign up for a lot of webinars, including webinars that were actually crossing over time. So I just thought, what am I doing? You know, why am I doing this? There's all the news on the TV, which I was very quick to say, right, morning, afternoon, get the updates, switch it off. It was really important. Otherwise, I'd be sitting there um, listening to all of that. I guess I can say I'm also very fortunate that where I live is um, on acreage, so I've got bush surroundings and I'm able to get out and go for a walk and stay home at the same time. So, um I'm very lucky like that. And my husband's working a five-day week from home. So his program, I guess, is enabling me to remain focused as well on what I want to achieve in that same timeline. So as yeah. you know, being a tour operator, you're seven days a week and all over the place most of the time. But I guess I've now got a routine. <laughs> More of a Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you, your booking partner is Resdi, correct? That's correct. Yes. Yes. So, and how has the communication been with uh, with Resdi? I'm very. I've been with Resdi for a long time on that, and I haven't had any issues at all um, with Resdi. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I wasn't on a monthly subscription plan. I've got a, a separate um, sort of thing, uh, which is I'm not sure. You know. It, just going back a few months ago, I, I basically spoke to them and said, you know, I need some help here. I'm only a really small business. I don't take high-volume tours like numbers of tours, but I do take high-value tours. So, you know, back when Fair Harbour was doing all their thing, um, you know, their marketing campaign of um, trying to win over clients and everything, um, I really wanted to restore that faith in Resty because I've been with them for so long. So I made sure I had that conversation with them back then. So I feel prepared for something like this in that way. Yeah. So I'm not. So are you, are you now off the subscription model, but it's customers when they do start booking again will be a percentage Absolutely. fee on top? Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So, and, um, and yeah, so I've arranged that completely separately. Um, and I think that works well with our business because. Um, obviously, our prices, you know, need to account for that, just like it would do if you're on a monthly subscription. But it means I don't have that expense right now yeah. when I don't have the bookings. So it's a very helpful yeah. thing. Mm. I mean, it's it's one of those things we often think of just ourselves. But you know, my heart also goes out right now, not just to tour operators, but to the booking platform companies, mm. because you know, if you're not taking any bookings, they're not making any revenue, and we. We sometimes see, you know, ResD, Fair Harbor, and there's these big kind of giant companies and they still have to make no, payroll. And, that's right. Exactly. You know, keep people employed and everything. So I, my heart goes out to everybody at the, at the booking reservation platforms too. Yeah. We're, we're in a, I mean, it's no, no sort of, you know, consolation, I guess, in regards to all of those, you know, the, the companies have been amazing at supporting um, businesses in Australia. Um, I'm, I'm taking it that it's probably similar around the world, but our, our government, whilst it's a bit scattered in some way, they have brought out some support systems. It's not great um, in the sense of people who have lost their jobs and everything. It's out there, um, but I think it's just still up in the air as to what people can get and when. I think the timings, it's just such a rushed thing. 
I think everyone's in the yeah. same boat. So, so for the companies, whilst it's no consolation for the big business, I really hope that they survive because obviously without them, how do we survive? You know? Absolutely. So we Absolutely. need them. They need us. Mm. Yeah. And as we wrap up here, uh, what is your message to your fellow tour operators around the world who listen to the show? What would you say to them um, today? Look, I think for me it's um, been more about making sure that I don't set too many high expectations on what I can achieve over this period of time. Um, and just I think just take time out to breathe and review everything where you're at. And I've done a lot of work over that over the last year or so especially. It's like where am I at? Where do I want to be? So I've done a lot of visualising of where I want to be on the other side. And I think if, that, yeah. if there's anything for a lot of smaller brands like me, visualise what it is you want on the other side and think about how what you're doing now fits in with that. And then take a moment to breathe and just work towards that and continue building from your strength and resilience and come out the other side and we'll be all ready to roll. Yeah. Very inspiring, Karina. Thank you for sharing so. that. And I hope uh, love to invite you back on the show when we're when we're through this pandemic and find out more about your business and how you started and how you've grown it. And uh, I'd love to find out more. I'd love to share that. Thank you. Marvelous. Thanks, Karina. Okay. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.